eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Welcome to the Cards Cast, a weekly podcast from Cardinal Authority. I am senior writer Michael McCammon, joined by publisher Jody Demling. In a few moments, we're going to be joined by the latest member into the University of Louisville football recruiting class for 2022 as offensive lineman Max Cabana will step into the Cards Cast. We'll discuss his decision to become a Cardinal. As a native Canadian, we're going to talk about growing up playing ice hockey and all sorts of things. So make sure you stick around. And in a few moments, we'll bring him in to the Cards cast. But he becomes the third member, Jody, the third member of the car of the 22 recruiting class, joining quarterback Caleb Johnson, defensive end uh, Popeye Williams. So some key elements into the 2022 class as Scott Satterfield and company. Again, welcome the third member of this recruiting class. Yes, Maximine Olivier. Cabana to you, you Michael. So there you have it. No, uh, the Canadian born. I, I, I like this. Look, he's a um, he is a very good physical type of guy. And he's a guy with a lot of uh, upside to me. Um, you know, look, it's a small class. We've gone over this over time and time and time again, um, that, that it's going to be small. They're going to um, they're going to be picky, and they have been picky. And, and, you know, they have a lot of linemen on campus, what, seven so far. I think they'll have another one this weekend or uh, coming up. Uh, they want it, they, they bring, they're bringing guys in to, to see where they, they size up, where they measure up. And, uh, and Max is one um, that was measured up to what they thought he was and maybe even a little bit more as far as, uh, you know, height and weight and stature and that kind of thing. So, yeah. Uh, Max is a good pickup, and I- I'm excited to see um, this guy and how he progresses over the course of the next few years because he is a guy um, that our, you know, analysts are really, really high on as far as, you know, being that under-the-radar type of guy because he didn't have a season last year, and uh, he didn't go to camps this year. You know, and th- th- he'll yeah. talk about the, the, you know, I'm sure the quarantine stuff and all that, but you know, he wanted to see his family, he wanted to spend time with the family. And, uh, and in order to do that, he had to come up with a plan. He liked Jack Bicknell a whole lot when they got to some, you know, when they got a relationship started. And, uh, and, and, and that basically was, uh, uh, was why he only made one official visit, did an unofficial to Wake Forest, and uh, then went to quarantine and made his decision. So uh, not sure he's the only one that's made a decision in quarantine because we had a lot of that last year. But um, it's uh, it, it worked out fine for Louisville to this point. Let's hope it does moving forward. 
Yeah, he's from Quebec City, Quebec, but he plays at the Williston Northampton School in East Hampton, uh, Massachusetts. We'll talk about how he ended up there. But yeah, he's about 6'5", 280 now. Um, a a three-star initial, you know, debuted at a three-star with an 85 rating on 247 Sports. And as you alluded to, um, you know, Brian Doan, the, the 247 analyst for that region of the country, uh, pretty high on him. So, it's you know, once he gets to that senior season rolling uh, later in the fall in September, you know, that's a, the potential to, to climb there does exist. Um, but, yeah, you know, just coming out of quarantine, um, and, and that's got to be difficult. So now he's going to be spending some time with family for the next few months uh, in Canada. But, uh, yeah, I, I, you know, I like this for a number of reasons. Um, I've always been a fan of, I mean, sure, you would like your, your recruiting class to be full of four and five stars and, and whatnot, but I always like having some sprinkled in that are kind of under the radar. It kind of gives you a sense of, you know, how the coaches look when, when they're evaluating talent. You know, we saw a little bit of that last year as well. I mean, some of the guys that are currently on the roster, um, you think of Ashton Gelati and, and how impressive he's been so far. Obviously, he hasn't been on the field uh, against a competition yet, but so far, you know, getting rave reviews. Um, a former commit that's now at Ohio State, Zimikowski, he's been a topic of discussion in a comparison standpoint. Um, you know, it was relatively unknown when, when Louisville uh, got into the mix there and then eventually blew up and landed at Ohio State. Uh, you know, so I, I like the opportunity when you get a chance to see coaches, you know, kind of take a quote-unquote risk on, on an unknown player and then see how they develop throughout their senior season. Uh, you know, I think it's a, a nice look into how the coaching staff works. Yeah, and and look, we'll get to we'll get to uh, to uh, to Max here in just a second. But look, yep. it's it's a small class, and I cannot stress. And I know people sometimes don't believe us, Michael, but um, it, it it could be filled right now if they wanted it. Okay, if they just took guys, um, it it could be filled. I know of at least you know three guys that would have committed that you know, have, have made it, you know, obvious to the staff that, you know, they, they would commit and, and they've, and they've held them off and they've, uh, you know, those, uh, I, I know at least two of them are now looking elsewhere and probably not going to end up here. And it's not schools that uh, uh, are in the ACC, you know what I mean? So um, it, they're being very picky um, and, 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 and they're taking the guys that they like, that doesn't mean they're going to get all four stars. It's not, that's just not how it, it works. Um, uh, but um, they're being very picky with what, who they like and what they take in this class, and, uh, and, and they're taking guys that they believe fit their system, their culture, and, uh, and, and, and that are good enough to come in and play right away for them. Exactly. You know, and the, the class is now three uh, commitments deep. Popeye Williams, Caleb Johnson, now Max Cabana. All three of them, and we've already seen it with Popeye, um, have the chance to continue to climb. Um, you know, Popeye could still continue to climb. I mean, he had a great uh, camp season, uh, bumped up to a four, 247 sports composite four-star. Um, Caleb could, you know, is in a position to where if he has an excellent senior season, he could do the same. And, and obviously, we, we've covered Max as well. Uh, so looking forward to really bringing him on and kind of getting to know him a little bit more as well. You know, more of a unique story, ice hockey player, that kind of thing. So we're going to ask him all about that. But before we do, uh, let me give me the weekly reminder uh, to make sure you sign up for the Cardinal Authority uh, newsletter, the Cardinal Authority text alerts. If you had your text alerts on, you knew basically the second that Max uh, Cabana committed, 
it was it was it was set out as a text alert. So um, that's you know kind of a cool thing to to get that as soon as the breaking news happens, it's hitting your phone. Whether you're stuck in a meeting, messing with the kids at the ballpark, whatever the case may be, you're going to know basically when the breaking news hits, it's going to hit your phone. So uh, check that out as well, and make sure you give us a look, a like, and follow on Facebook as well. Just you know, hop on Facebook, search Cardinal Authority, and you'll find us there. And without that, let's bring on uh, Max Cabana. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcoming into the Cards Cast, University of Louisville's newest football commitment, Max Cabana, offensive lineman out of Quebec City, uh, Quebec, plays uh, in at you know, East Hampton, Massachusetts at Williston Northampton School. Uh, Max, appreciate you taking some time to, to join us here in the Cards Cast so we can all kind of get to know you a little bit better. Thank you for your time. All right, and uh, so let's kind of let's let's start there. Uh, with uh, you're from Quebec City, Quebec. How did you end up uh, in football down in Massachusetts? How, what's the quick story there? Yeah, I actually started football uh, in ninth grade, so like three years ago. Yeah, I was terrible, honestly, at first, but I got pretty good after that. So I saw an opportunity for me to be better at football, and I always want to compete at a higher level. So I thought the best way to do it was to come to the United States, and that's what I did. Nice. And how does how did how what was the process of how to decide where you should go? I mean, it was was there a connection to Massachusetts? Or how did you end up there? It's like I visit. I had three offers, like one in Virginia, one in Tennessee, and one in Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. But final decision is always like the my college decision is based on the family feeling because it's like my second home, so I need a family feeling. And yeah, I felt good at Williston, so that's why I choose that one. So. Um, you know, Canada is certainly not, you know, obviously there's the Canadian Football League, but it's more known for, for ice hockey uh, than it is for American football. So what, what sparked the interest uh, to get into, into uh, football? I'm a big guy, so I always yeah. loved back and everything. I was a goaltender in hockey, so I didn't really have any contact. But the physicality of football interested me, so, yeah, I started playing in that grade. Yeah, you mentioned you're a big guy. I think what I've got you at 6'5", 270, is that about correct? Um, probably around 280 right now, but yeah. Okay. Um, so you, you mentioned you're a goalie in hockey. What, what's, what was that like? What was that experience? And does that experience help you, you know, on the football field? Yeah, of course. I'm, I'm for sure more flexible than many other players, but honestly, I was just playing for fun with my friends because in Canada, hockey is basically a religion. So I was just having fun with my friend and practicing and yeah. It was just for fun, not really like competitive level like football. So yeah. Yeah, and once you started playing, you know, what three years ago, how long did it take you to realize, or did somebody tell you, or or see you working out, or what, to realize, you know, you've got potential to be pretty good at this? Yeah, at first, my first year, like I said, I was terrible, but after that, the next year, I started on varsity. So in one year, I got pretty good, and the year after, I won like the all line MVP at my school. So. Uh, I saw that I was pretty good, and I decided to go to the next level. Yeah, and now, obviously, uh, you've recently made the commitment to Louisville, a a Power 5 school. Um, How did that uh, relationship begin? How did Louisville become aware of you? 
I think it was just they saw some Twitter videos because I was following a lot of coaches and they were following me back and probably Coach Bicknell saw a video and, and he was really interested and talked to, we started talking and calling a lot and do, we did a lot of Zooms. Yeah, and we yeah. did the official visit too. So, yeah. yeah, and obviously, you know, being in Massachusetts, that was one of the places where you, you know, there was no season for you last year. How difficult was it? You know, I mean, obviously you realize you're pretty good. You're getting better. You know, so obviously the more reps you get, the more experience, game experience you get, yeah. the better you're going to be. So how difficult was that not to have a season last year? I, mean, we, I got a lot of reps because we practiced for seven, for 15 weeks without a game. Okay, cool. So, so I had a lot of reps, but uh, I didn't have any, like, real, real games. So that was the sad part. But I think with all the videos I did on Twitter and, I did a lot of workouts and everything, so the coach were able to sell me a little bit, but not as much as if I had a season. So maybe that did not help me, but you know. yeah, yeah. Now, you know, you, like you said, you kind of, you're reaching your goal, getting to the next level. Um, you visited Louisville, Wake Forest, obviously has offered as well. Um, you got a bunch of offers out of the Ivy League. What was it about the, the University of Louisville, Coach McNeil, Coach Satterfield, that made it feel like okay, becoming a Cardinal is what I need to do? Yeah, it's honestly, it's like a big family. Louisville is really just a family and the coaches are all close to the players. The players are all tied together. So I felt like it was the best space for me to be and I feel like it's home. Nice. What kind of stuff did you do on your official visit? Mostly eating. I, I ate a lot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We, we, visited, we did a campus store and the facilities and everything. So yeah, the facilities are amazing. It's funny, it, it, you know, when I'm talking to guys who've made official visits, um, you can almost guess by what position they play, by what they're going to say first on what they did during the official visit. And for offensive linemen, uh, it's, you know, I was talking to one this morning, first thing that often comes up is, oh, the food was great. <laughs> yeah, I can't complain. <laughs> um, you know, so when you're going through the facilities and meeting with the coaches, um, you know, well, let's, let's go with the, the meeting with the coaches. When you're sitting down, with Coach Satterfield, Coach McNeil, what kind of things were they telling you? How did they project that you would fit into their program? I think they they think I'm a pretty good player. And I want to work hard to play, of, of course, but I, we don't know yet. They need to see me like they didn't see me play at all because I didn't have a season. Yeah. So, so they want to see me first and everything. But I think it could be a good addition to their program. So, yeah. Again, we're joined by Max Cabana, the third member of University of Louisville's 2021 uh, recruiting class, uh, making the announcement to become a Cardinal earlier this week. Uh, what kind of a moment that was that for you? I mean, was, was it a pretty difficult decision to make? Was it, what's, What was that moment like when you're like, you know what, I'm going to go to Louisville? What was that decision like for you? It was amazing. My families were so proud of me and everything because it's a big accomplishment. Like, there's no one in my, at my old school that ever did something like that. And yeah. nobody, nobody in Quebec is playing like football that had that level and everything so it was really nice to to see everybody like a lot of my old friends were texting me to to say that they were proud of me and everything so it was really nice that's cool what how big is the canadian football league up there what's what's the interest level like how would you com you know compare it's, that like to the nhl what would you know how, what's it like no, up there i don't think you can compare it because the nhl is like like i said it was a religion so it's not really comparable but some people watch it, but it's not like as huge as the NFL and the U.S. So yeah, yeah, totally, totally different level of you know, kind of more, more of like maybe a minor league sport uh, up in Canada, I guess. Yeah, kind of. It's yeah. still a good level, but it's not as popular as football. Yeah, as hockey, sir. 
Now, as you mentioned, and we could tell by your accent as well, you know, you're Canadian, you're in Quebec City, Quebec, um, where uh, you still have to go into quarantine when you go back and forth. And, and we were talking before we started the podcast, you're nearing the end of that quarantine since you went home after your visits and stuff. Um, what's that process been like? I mean, it's, you know, it's not something that I went through. I've had friends that had to experience that, but what's, what's that like? I mean, it can't be, can't be too easy or too fun. Yeah, it's honestly really boring. <laughs> like it's my second quarantine in a month. Cause when I, I came back from Massachusetts just to go home for two weeks, I had to quarantine. After that, I had, four days like three without a quarantine and after that i left to for the visit so when i came back three days later i had to quarantine again wow. so i basically spent a month of quarantine of my summer so and they, they announced like yesterday that in two weeks i think people who got the two doses the world will not have to be a quarantine and i have both doses so i basically did the quarantine for nothing <laughs> <laughs> so what, what so what are you doing are you playing a lot of video games you texting watching a lot of tv what getting caught up on movies what kind of stuff are you doing yeah i sleep a lot i work out a lot and that's pretty much all my days yeah just so, i mean so you're at home right i mean you're able to quarantine at home right yeah so exactly. at least, at least you're, you're close to family and things like that so that's that's yeah. a good thing um when you're not in quarantine um off the field, what kind of what kind of things do you get into? Uh, do you, you like to hunt, fish, video games? What kind of stuff are you into? I'm really like close to my friends, so most of my time during my summer, I spend it with my friends. We work out together and we we hang out after, and we were always together basically. So right. that's pretty most of my time, yeah. So as you mentioned, you played ice hockey with your friends. Um, that it's basically a religion up there. Obviously, it gets colder there sooner and longer than it does down here, and, and you know. We've often seen, you know, the hockey matches outside. So what's that like growing up? I mean, were were there Saturdays, you know, during your your non-school days where you just grab a stick and head outside and, you know, find a frozen lake and hop on it? What, what, how's that work? Every every night, like after school, we grab our, skate, our stick and skate and just go at uh, the other ring, just skate with my friends and everything. It's uh, I'm I was always at the rink when I was young, so yeah. Now, are you still? Have, have the coaches said? No more ice skating, or, or are you still able to do that? No, I think I'm still able to, but it's uh, it's hard because I'm not home often. But when I'm home, uh, I will always call my friend and we go ice skating again. Well, cool. I do know that the university. I don't know if you're aware that uh, U of L um, has, uh, I guess, an ice skate club, uh, an ice ice hockey club. Um, from what I gather, they're they're pretty good. Um, they actually play at a rink, an indoor uh, rink, obviously, uh, not far from where I live. Uh, so maybe you'll have to check that out when you get some downtime once you get down to Louisville. Yeah, I'll have to take a look at that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I imagine you'll probably see the talent level, and it's kind of like, you know, okay, they got a lot of improvement to go, but still, could be entertaining for you. Yeah. So what what is up next for you? I mean, when do you anticipate, obviously, you're in quarantine, so you're going to be at home for a while. Um, when do you anticipate coming back into the States and eventually, you know, making your, you know, your way down to Louisville? Do you know if you're going to be an early enrollee or anything like that? No, I'm a bit, I need to do my full year at Wollaston. So basically, I'm I'm done with my quarantine tomorrow. So I'm just going to work out at home until I think we're going back to Wollaston on September 3rd. So mm -hmm. in the, it's a long time far from here. So, yeah, well, I'll have like two or three months to work out at home with my friends and everything. After that, I'll go back, finish my school year. And next September, I'll, I'll go to Louisville. Nice. Um, have you had a chance to, you know, maybe you know, through Twitter or, or texting, to get kind of start building a relationship with the, with Papa and and Caleb, the other two commitments in the class. Yeah, they texted me right after my commitment yesterday. So yeah, 
how, yeah. how, how important do you think that is to, to form relationships with, you know, your future teammates? I think it's really important because we're going to spend a lot of time together. And I think we need to be like really close to basically we're like a family after, after some time we'll have to be like brothers. So I think it's nice that they started texting me right after my commitment. So, yeah. That's cool. Um, and what is it about Coach McNell that, that you seem to like so much? Yeah, I think you can fake a personality. So it was really like like some sort of father or I felt like he's, he's going to be like a great guy, but he's going to say the right things to make me improve without like hiding the truth for me just to like make me feel better. I don't know if it's clear. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Did you get did you get to meet any of the other the current offensive linemen while, during your visit? Yeah, I had to hang out with a couple uh, during the nights. So, yeah, they are all really nice, and I can't wait to meet them more. Awesome. Well, cool. Well, hey, Max, I appreciate you, you taking some time. And uh, I know, as you mentioned, your quarantine ends tonight at midnight. So don't celebrate too hard, you know, but, but do, you know, hope you're able to go out and finally uh, have some fun, see some friends and hang out. But appreciate you taking some time and joining us here on the CardsCast. Thank you. Thank you for your time. Again, want to say thank you to Max Cabana for hopping in the Cards Cast with us. I think I may have said, uh, alluded to, or, or mentioned the 2021 recruiting class uh, one or two times early in the podcast. Apologies for that. You should never look at the current calendar, I guess, when when you're uh, talking about recruiting. It is clearly the 2022 recruiting class, which is now three players deep as Max Cabana, the offensive lineman, joins three-star quarterback Caleb Johnson and four-star defensive end. Popeye Williams to give the 2022 class uh, three players. And, and again, it's going to be a smaller class. And, you know, so they're maybe a fourth of the way into, into the class at this point. And of course, the recruiting process will continue. Uh, the Louisville football staff going to welcome another group of official visitors to campus this coming weekend. They also uh, are getting close to wrapping up the camp season. They've got two uh, camps remaining on their schedule, including the big man camp, which is O-line versus D-line. Thus far, it's been pretty much, you know, they've had some big guys on campus, but for the most part, it's been focused uh, more on the skill position guys, while this upcoming camp is going to uh, focus on the, the guys in the trenches. So it'll be inter interesting to see what develops out of that camp. And of course, as we have had all month, uh, we'll have it completely covered wall-to-wall -wall at cardinalauthority.com. And, and also, it should be noted, I mean, if you've been tracking things on the Cardinal Authority homepage or the Insiders Forum, you've been noticing the number of really priority-type recruits in the 2023 class uh, that have already made their way to campus for unofficial visits. I mean, they brought in a number of really impressive quarterbacks as uh, quarterback uh, coach Pete Thomas is doing a, a fantastic job building relationships uh, for, with, with some of the youngsters that are coming up, some of the top quarterbacks, again, in the 2023 class. Also had some wide receivers and some guys from other positions uh, from the group. Obviously, the 23 class is going to be larger, closer to the normal size. And, uh, and, and when you've got a smaller class, it kind of gives you more opportunity to, to plan for the future. And obviously, you need to build those relationships long term to have a, a strong chance or a stronger chance uh, to land some key commitments in the 23 class and again of course we'll continue to have that covered at cardinalauthority.com as well this brings us to the end again want to thank uh, max cabana for joining us here made his commitment to louisville earlier in the week hopped into the cards cast to discuss that and, and more i hope you enjoyed that so for publisher jody demling i'm senior writer michael mccammon and this has been the cards cast keep clicking at cardinalauthority.com okay picture this it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or 
I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.